This is Kenyon Drake, running back for the Arizona Cardinals, and you're listening to the Fantasy Football Kings podcast. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Kings podcast. This is your host, Luke, joined by just uh, Mike today, just Mickle in the house. How you What's doing, up? Mike? Doing pretty well. Two-man show today. Jeez, man. No one's showing up to work. Oh, man. Um, God, doing their hobbies for money and stuff. Exactly. I don't know what Tyler's doing. He's probably freaking out about his matchup, man. He needs 70 from Josh Allen. And uh, who's the other guy? Um, oh, I don't know, actually. I forgot. But it's someone oh, who's... is it... You said Josh Allen. Yeah, um, Josh Allen needs to get him 50 and then somebody else. But yeah, he's in the struggle bus in our league right now. But still think, plenty of time to turn it around. I think King Pat is kind of in a similar spot this week. Right? Yeah. Kind of struggling. Definitely definitely is in a similar spot. I mean, A lot of buys for him this week, Kamara. So that was you That's know, right, yeah. losing your top RB in the league. Uh, isn't that yeah. crazy? RB won this year. Yep. Alvin Kamara. By like a wide margin yep. coming into this week. Yeah, I remember on the... Uh, one of the shows, I, I asked a question: Who had the most, most upside to be the RB one? I chose him. That but was a good call. If McCaffrey didn't get hurt, McCaffrey would be the RB one. Look at Mike Davis, man. True, and Mike Thomas being out kind of like maybe buoyed Kamara yep. a little bit. What? What? I mean, definitely it, did. Yeah. You, even if that didn't happen, it seems like no one else. I mean, Aaron Jones is having a great year. Mike Davis, like you said. I mean, um, yeah, he's a great. He's a great start rest of the season. Yep. All right, let's uh, let's play a little Believe It or Not before we get into the news and notes. Let's I love it. Believe It or Not. Believe It or Not, Juju Smith-Schuster is now a wide receiver three rest of the season. Uh, he's like a <laughs> wide receiver four, right? <laughs> yeah. He had six more yards than me and you did yesterday <laughs> off two catches. I, you know, I saw a stat today that uh, I think I screenshot it where he like he was – He's getting like the air yards, like yeah. they're throwing. He's involved, yeah. But the stats are not there, and um, he's he's got the Claypool breakout. And I mean, you he, you can't start him now. He's he's a wide receiver three. He's not I a top twenty four. He's a flex. I if agree. you're if you're you know with the bye weeks and stuff, you're probably still going to start him. But he's no longer your set and forget. Like, no, yeah, guy. you'd rather I'd rather start Fulgham over him. Yeah, uh, Travis Fulgham yep. uh, on Thursday night over Juju. And like Deontay right Johnson's not there right now. Yep, he that too. Theoretically, be killing it. Um, so what could happen there is, uh, you know, a couple weeks down the road, Juju is going to have good games. Sure. You know, eventually it's going to switch back to Juju being the man, or you know, at least getting enough that he's going to be a flex-worthy starter. He's not going to sit there all year and not get any catches and stuff. It's just right. not going to happen. It, it might be like when they play like a team that has that has like a lockdown outside corner. Yeah, that takes Claypool out or Deontay. Yep, and then you know Ben starts throwing to Juju, he, but yeah, he's still playing on eighty-three percent of the snaps. Like it's he's he's on the field, but mm-hmm. he's just not getting the ball right now. He's he profiles now as like a yep. good bye week fill-in. Another thing was that Big Ben only threw the ball 22 times yesterday, so oh, yeah, it wasn't you know yeah. a great chance for a huge target share for anyone. Yeah, sure. Ben's gonna. In fact, that's actually probably when the Juju games will come. Is when Ben is attempting 45 passes. Yep. Might exactly. not happen that much this year, but there'll be a couple of those games. Yeah, man. He, uh, Big Ben, they're having a great year. First time five and zero since they went to the Super Bowl. I think that one year. It's awesome. Uh, ben looks like he's you know not like the. The five forty five hundred yard Ben or yep. whatever, but he's like someone said he's playing point guard now. Uh, yeah, great. That's way a to good. Put it. Yeah, I love that. Just kind of dish into the open guy, and then yeah, they're in good shape. Uh, comeback player of the year. Do you think it's Big Ben or Cam Newton? 
Oh, Ben's get five man. and zero, so it might be Ben. But yeah, Cam Newton came from a lot too. Cam has come back. Yeah, I like Bennett for it. Yeah, that's a good or one. Or do you just give it Alex Smith for being able yeah, to play a Alex snap. Smith just for coming out <laughs> and facing down Aaron uh, Donald? I do give him. He doesn't get enough credit for the fact that that happened against Aaron Donald. You know, um, but no, yeah, it, it, Ben seems like a, a good one for that. Yep. All right. Next up on Believe It or Not, Matt Stafford is not a top twelve quarterback anymore. Oh God. You know, so like the. The like raw stats were not good yesterday. Yeah, the his like yards per attempt, which has been like the the thing that he would like was crushing last year. Every throw was downfield. Yeah. So like in terms of fantasy, it was a good bet you were going to get a twenty yard throw, which is extra points in a lot of leagues, mm-hmm. fifty yard plays, etc. So that has been climbing up since they got Kenny Galladay back, and it was a season high yards per attempt this week. So yeah. he is throwing it down down uh, field more. The problem that I've seen just as the Stafford manager watching them a little bit more is Marvin Jones is completely useless now. Marvin yeah. Jones is back-to-back weeks of like one point and two points in fantasy. Yep. Do- does nothing. It, like I saw him catch a pass yesterday and he couldn't break it like an easy tackle. It just seems like he's kind of fallen off. Yeah. Here's the thing though. They play Atlanta next week. Yeah. Holy shit. So like he kind of is a QB one next week, but I think that in challenging matchups, you really have to start uh, going elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, you're right. He, he should be a top 12 guy next, uh, next week. So <laughs> Atlanta's I, like the one exception. Yep. <laughs> and then after that, he's, I mean, he's got Indianapolis, which is the best against the past. Then Minnesota, Ooh. who isn't good. And Washington isn't good against the past. So a couple good matchups coming up for him. Uh, right now with the COVID situation, you probably are holding two quarterbacks. So I would keep him on, on your team just in case, especially this weekend. Great matchup. That's what I'm uh, going to do. I'm going to run him out there one more time against Atlanta. And then, you know, after that, we're going to start looking at waivers. Yep. All right. Next up, believe it or not, Derrick Henry is the best running back in non PPR. For rest of season yeah right i mean he kind of is he i mean i remember like two weeks ago i was watching maybe three weeks ago i was watching Derek run and i i almost texted as a group like he kind of looks like shit like he was <laughs> running so and i'm glad i didn't yeah he was running so slow and sluggish and it's easy to forget that like it doesn't matter like the guy is simply too big and when he gets a head full of steam like he did on the 90 yard touchdown yesterday 97 whatever it was mm-hmm. he's unstoppable and uh, he even caught a pass yesterday that in overtime, I think, that um, he, he had a big gain on. Um, I mean, yeah, I think that's a safe call. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last three games for him, two rushing touchdowns in each of those games. Oh, man. Six touchdowns in three weeks. Dude, yeah. is just he's going to lead the league in touchdowns rushing for sure. The yeah. guy, he's really good. And he's really good. Five targets yesterday, two catches, 52 yards. That came in a game where it was a legitimate shootout too. Like they had yep. they, the you know you usually think of a running back like Derrick Henry not being suited for that type of game, but no, not anymore. He's in. He's getting carries. Ryan Tannehill, I think, threw forty passes, right, or something like that. Thirty passes. Yeah, he threw a bunch, mm-hmm. and Derrick Henry's still involved, still getting work. So yep. yeah, he's great rest of season. Next up, believe it or not, T. Y. Hilton is droppable. Oh, I'm not at droppable. Just because, like, the role is there. But he's getting outperformed by guys I've... I mean, we've heard of Zach Pascal. Zach Pascal was making more plays yesterday than T.Y. Uh, Marcus Johnson. I I think it's Marcus Johnson. It might be Michael Johnson. No, it's Marcus Johnson. Uh He's got back-to-back weeks of explosive plays. Like, 
T yeah. And yet TY's running the routes. He's out there. He he's uh he had a touchdown nullified yesterday on a weird penalty. Yep. Um that was the one like good thing is you know, he had five targets. So that's I don't think okay. he's droppable. I think that um because the first time he has a good week, everyone's gonna be like, Oh wait, here yeah. we go. He's certainly not startable. I mean, he's wide receiver four, I think, at this yeah. point. You know. Well, that brings up a good point there, like about dropping Ty. Is that my next believe it or not? Is that AJ Green is now rosterable again? Yeah, he's <laughs> back, baby. He's back. Uh, he actually looked really good yesterday. Eleven targets, eight receptions, ninety-six yards. Yep. He's he's definitely going to be. You know, people are going to. I didn't drop him in most of my leagues just because of the damn name, but right. He's got a good matchup this weekend against Cleveland. Then the Titans are are not ranked very good, but I think the Titans got better against mm-hmm. the pass. Uh, he feels like a a good flex, right? Yeah. I mean, he's only owned fifty four percent of leagues. I think you know he's definitely worth a flex and an ad. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's available in our league. I wonder what he's going to go for in our league. Is he really? Yeah, he's on Charles dropped that. him. So um, yeah, I have uh, it's, I have Tyler Boyd in one big league and T Higgins in another yep. big league. So I was watching that game closely. And I was pretty pissed seeing AJ Green's name constantly pop up. Like yep. it was like two years ago, all over again. Um, he's he was getting the targets. Uh, we know Burrow's going to throw forty times a game almost every week. Um, so the crazy thing was uh, between week one and week four, he led the league in air yards. Yeah, AJ Green. Yeah, but I mean, he just wasn't catching the ball. Like, it was right, just, you know, they, it looked terrible. And like he, but yeah, there was that game against Cleveland, right? Week two, where he had about. Oh man, I don't. It was like double digit targets yep. for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, it shows that they must have believed that this was in the cards, and that's why they kept, you know, trying to make it happen. Absolutely. All right. Well, that'll do it for uh, believe it or not. We may have some more tomorrow when everyone's on the show. I uh, am bringing up the news and notes now. So. Mark Ingram actually got an ankle injury. Too bad they're going into their bye, so mm-hmm. he might have time to get healthy. Still going to remain a cluster. Yeah, even with that, I think they would have brought up Justice Hill and, and played all three. I like, think so, too. Yeah, Gus Edwards is like still, you know, if you're, it's hard to feel stoked about Dobbins because Gus Edwards, like, they just continue to put him out there. And yep. like you said, they probably would bring up Justice Hill anyways. Yep. Um all right, yeah, so, I mean, that we'll talk about them on the waiver wire show, I guess. Uh, 48-yard field goal there for, uh, who's Mr. that? Mr. Hauschka? Yeah, no, that, I... Th- oh, they, did they get a new kicker? Yeah, who's that? Uh, uh, Seabass. Oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know I, his first name. Honestly, as the resident um, kicking expert, I'm not sure who that is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, next, um, Doug Peterson hints at an increased role for Jalen Hurts. I, I, I guess. We've got Taysom Hill 2.0 over there in yeah. Philly. Yeah. Uh, We'll see what what they do there on Thursday night. Why don't they just try like helping Wentz? Yeah, <laughs> I um, know. It's like it's not their O line is beat to hell. So it's, you know, and they're going to end up winning that that division at six I'm and ten. Getting closer and closer to that, you know, like Wentz is in terms of fantasy, he's turned in sneaky good performances yep. because of this rushing floor he's got now. Mm-hmm. He's ran for like forty yards yesterday. Uh, I think he's got a rushing touchdown. Um, you know, it looks terrible, and yep. he has no weapons, and he's getting sacked constantly, but he's kind of turned in, like, a decent QB floor of, like, 20 points, it seems like. Absolutely, yeah. He's, you know, they're always trailing now, so he has to come back, and he's been throwing the ball around. So, yep. next up's a sad one. Not good for Derrick Henry either is that the Titans left tackle Taylor Lewan towards oh, yeah. ACL. That sucks. So, 
I mean, he was even out most of that game, and Henry was still running well. They're gonna they're gonna find a replacement. They yeah. got a great coaching staff, dude. He knows what he's doing. You saw the thing with him taking the penalty on purpose, Brable. Oh, why did he do that? Uh, I've got it's a whole thing that I'll have to read off. Okay, but it's pretty cool. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Okay. Uh, yeah, I really like how Mike Vrabel's got that team going, bro. Yeah, you don't great. practice for two weeks. You come out, you dominate on on Monday Night Football, and then you go or Tuesday Night Football, whichever. And it was. they've got this offensive coordinator that for some reason never comes. Up, I think his name's Arthur Smith. Never comes up in head coaching yeah. uh, talks. He's got like the best offense, you know. Besides the Chiefs, like they're just rolling over people. It's crazy how good Tannehill's been. We'll I talk know. about him tomorrow on the review show, but. Uh, another Titan, Johnu Smith dealing with a minor ankle sprain. That's good. You just made a move for uh, Johnu, Mike, in a league, and that probably was scary. My team is cursed with tight ends, they, but yeah, thank goodness. I'd imagine if it was a playoff game or something, he would have played through it. Yeah, he came back out and was like running sprints uh-huh. on the sideline. They taped it up, so like it doesn't sound like it, they, they did say minor, so not yeah. the dreaded high ankle, thank yep. goodness. Uh, Eagles expect Miles Sanders to sit Thursday, so we'll talk about his replacement at the waiver wire portion of the show. Zach Ertz is expected to miss three to four weeks. Man. Oh, man. He's had a rough season. Yep. Christian McCaffrey could return prior to week nine. Cowboys activate Van Der Esch and put Dak Prescott on IR for tonight's game. TJ Yeldon is an inactive. Zach Moss available. Okay, I'll skip these that are about that. About tonight's games. The Titans were ended up uh, avoiding any... Uh, you know, forfeit of draft picks in the in years to come because of... Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. You know, they got off the hook. Yep. And they activated Corey Davis, so he's going to be back practicing this week. Sterling Shepard's status uh, for Thursday Night Football is still uh, up in the air. They He could try to come back. And Joku is still looking to be traded before the deadline. And that is it for the news and notes. So, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with Njoku. They're not going to get much back for him right now. Hooper's been playing well, though. Yeah, Hooper's been trending up. Yep, for Had sure. him on my roster this week, and hey, nice oh, run by go Clyde. Oh, go CEH. Oh, Good my run. goodness, no Let's flags. Go. boy, Clyde. Oh, this is awesome. Podcasting and watching the 5 o'clock game. Oh, man, <laughs> so it's cool. beautiful. <laughs> One dumb thing is, like, the scheduling yesterday, they had, like, 15 games going on oh, at the 1 o'clock. There was nine games at 1. I it couldn't pay attention no to all of them. I had a headache by yeah. halftime because I was just going left and right. Yeah, and, and then it was legit only the Dolphins, Jets, Bucks, Packers at 4. How does that make sense from, like, a ratings perspective? You know, if they want to have maximum, I, I don't understand that. I mean, maybe they they were hoping more people watch the 425 Bucks, Packers or something. It makes no sense. Yep. Uh, all right, well, let's get into the waiver wire for Week 7 pickups. Uh, a lot of injury right this there, week, brother. Right? There we go. Hey, I'll take that <laughs> point, baby. Uh, yes, a lot of injury happened happened this weekend, and the first one I would suggest picking up is uh, Boston Scott. Yes, Miles Sanders is all, already uh, going to be ruled out for Thursday. So, Boston Scott, uh, Doug Peterson came out and said that they're going to kind of split the role of Boston Scott and Corey Clement. Mm-hmm. I think Scott's going to win that role, though. He's he he got dinged up when he got his chance week one and he had a bad game and you guys if you started him he got hurt pretty early in that game and tried to play through it mm-hmm. so I wouldn't uh, chalk that up to you know he sucks I think he's gonna have a great chance against this Giants defense oh yeah that's an awesome like first match we kind of saw a little bit last year how this like Boston Scott was the guy last year while Sanders was out and banged yep. up it seemed like and he was balling he was balling so. Yeah. You know, uh, they expect Deshaun and Alshon to play as of now. 
uh, which, you know, I don't think it really hurts the running back position that much. Uh, they're still going to try to get that going against this Giants D that's just putrid. Yep. Uh, surprisingly, I don't think the Giants have given up one 15-yard rush all year, though. Really? Yeah. Just... That's weird. And then they got, they've got they got that uh, James Bradbury corner from Carolina who's apparently been playing yeah. really well. I, I mean, that, that's something to maybe consider a little bit if you're, like, making start-sit decisions. Uh, I mean, that Bradbury has been playing well against wide receiver ones, but... Don't worry about it too much. Yeah, so honestly, Boston Scott right now is 13% owned. I'd go get him. Uh, I'm not sure how much fab I'd be willing to spend on him. Right. Uh, maybe 10 to 15. Uh, if you're the Sanders owner. Yeah, probably like 20 to 25. Because this is like a knee injury for Sanders. So there's, yep. it's uh, kind of sketchy a little bit. I, if you're the Sanders guy, I'd be comfortable. I mean... I had Eckler when he went down. I spent thirty five on Justin yeah. Jackson. I mean, it's all relative to what you know you think your league's at too. Is there mm-hmm. someone who needs a running back as well? Travis Kelsey touchdown. Oh, there we go. That's nice. always easy. Yes, sir. Uh, okay. Yep. And then Corey Clement, I wouldn't um, mind stashing him if you got an extra spot, deeper league, sixteen team league, maybe fourteen team grabbing Corey Clement just in case you know he ends up winning the job on Thursday and then Miles yeah. Sanders is out. So. Might be a hot hand type of thing with Doug Peterson. Mm-hmm. Next up is we're going to stick with the running backs here. I like uh, Gio Bernard, the running back for the Cincinnati Bengals, scored this weekend. He he gets run even with Mixon on the field. Mixon left the game with an ankle, did come back. Yep. Uh, but you just never know um, how the week's going to turn out uh, for Joe Mixon if they're going to end up holding him out. And Gio is one of these backups that has like actual pedigree. Like, yep, we know what we're gonna get when he's out there. So yeah, if, if uh, we'll have to watch Mixon's like practice report this week. Yep, um, I'm gonna see. You. How did he do? Um, he had eight rush attempts for 15 yards and a rushing touchdown and three catches with three targets. So Gio's only owned in six percent of leagues. He's he's worth a stash. Uh, I wouldn't spend yep. more than ten on him, uh, especially because we don't know how hurt Joe Mixon is. That's a thing you got to follow on injury reports. And if he's out, then you got to you'd spend close. To, I mean, if you need to win, you spend it all. Absolutely. Because um, yep. I think he's got a really good matchup this week, don't they? Um, the, the Bengals. Who do they play? I've got Boyd. Uh, Cleveland. Cleveland. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, and then Tennessee. So not Tennessee's not too great, but that's okay. If you only need him for one week, grab him. Let's move on to wide receivers. Uh, here's a couple names here. Uh, Travis uh, Fulgham. Fulgham, yep. Fulgham. Still uh, only 30% owned. Three TDs and three straight and at least 57 yards in all three uh, games he's played. Like the Eagles, it don't look pretty. So there but. was beat reporters came out. They said that he if he plays well and, and, and he's going to keep that X job. Yep. Uh, that So that's kind of weird with Alshon coming back. He's usually the X, but we'll see how they incorporate Alshon with Travis. Supposedly he's supposed to get to keep that job because how good he's been playing at it. Uh, I still, you know, think he's a great start against this Giants uh, pass defense Definitely, on yeah. Thursday. Carson's just like throwing it up to him yep. a lot of times. I'd uh, start him over Juju this weekend. So. Oh, yeah, that's a um, – you know what? If yeah. you had a – you know, you got to get him in there uh, for Thursday. But – right, especially if it's just Deshaun uh, yep. playing and not Alshon. Then got, and Ertz is out as well now. Yeah. And Dallas Goddard's out probably another two or three games. Yep. Like, yeah. Uh, speaking of, you know, Ertz being out, their third tight end I think is Richard Rodgers. Yeah. I uh, used to play with Aaron Rodgers. He'd carry the – or catch the Hail Mary every so often <laughs> yeah. for him. 
I mean, maybe we'll see that. Didn't they? They got the Hakeem Butler. Uh, yeah, they got Hakeem. Him. Maybe we'll see him come up this week. Not worth a waiver pickup. Nope. But something to watch. Yeah, I'd, I'd stay away from that tight end room uh, yep. for now. And just God, they're they're getting killed with injuries all year. I know it's like a time bomb. If you have an Eagle player, it's only a matter of time. Yep. All right. Next up uh, is Keelan Cole of the mm-hmm. Jacksonville Jaguars. Twenty nine percent owned. He uh. Had another good week. Uh, Chark was there, too, so yeah. it wasn't like it was because Chark wasn't there. Nine targets, six catches, 143 yards. That's, uh, that's a great week. You know, uh, he is playing the Chargers this weekend, who are, like, middle of the pack against the pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but, man, week 11, 12, 13, and 14, he's got great matchups, all top 10 uh, worse against the pass. He's a stash candidate. I don't know. Uh, he'd be a flex maybe this week. Yeah, agreed. Because, you know, if something happens to Chark again, uh, uh, we've seen these kind of like uh, sporadic spike games from Cole before, like where he's popped up. Um, so we know it's not necessarily just a one-off random thing. We've seen Cole have decent games before. Yep. Um, yeah, I like him as a nice stash this week. Yeah, man. Uh, they are – Jags are – Coming back to the Jags, though, they're going to start losing games. So yep. they're going to be trailing a lot, which is nice. They looked, like, outclassed by the Lions <laughs> yeah. yesterday. I mean, come on. My Lord. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, next up, Tim Patrick, wide receiver, Denver Broncos. He's uh, how much percent owned? 18% owned. And he had eight targets, four catches, 101 yards. <laughs> He's... He's Locks, doing it, like, man. Slinging it to him, yeah. It's, he's he's got a Kansas City this week. His buy's already been gone, so that's nice. Yep. Kansas City is the, weirdly enough the third best against the pass this that year. That is crazy. But you know they're going to be trailing, so there's going to be a lot of garbage time for Tim Patrick to get some catches, and he's a flex starter this week. I agree. I like dealing with buys and injuries, and yeah, he's definitely a flex. Um, with cr- Sutton out for the season, like. That's it. This is it. Him and Jerry Judy and uh, some Hamler mixed in, and when Fant get, you know, Fant might come back next week, yeah. but maybe not. Speaking on Judy, man, it's it. It looks like you know Tim Patrick's out playing him. He's uh, yep. Jerry Judy's had five targets, two catches, thirty-two yards. It's uh, one of those cases, I think, where Judy is kind of just like getting the defensive coverage, mm-hmm. and he's not to the point. He's not to the point where he can beat that, and Drew Locke is not yeah. near to the point where he can overcome. Uh, like one of his guys getting doubled and stuff. Yeah. And Tim Patrick, man. Yeah. He's just, that's the one thing about Locke. Like he looks terrible, but he, he slings it downfield. He, it's kind of weird. All right. Next up is the tight ends. Waiver wire pickups. I need these. <laughs> uh, right now it sucks. This is going to be, <laughs> I needed good news. Damn it. Um, Trey Burton. Actually, number one tight end pickup. Kind of pissed that King Pat got him. Yep. 20% rostered. The only problem is he does have a buy this weekend. Oh, so yeah. if if you have a spot that you're able to, you know, you you hope he keeps his tight end production up and you can hold him through the buy. He got a handoff for a touch, right? Then they do like a jet sweep to him or something. He had sweep? one rush, a rushing touchdown. <laughs> yep. Uh, five targets, four catches, 58 yards, and a receiving touchdown. And we've seen that the tight end role in this offense with Rivers can produce. We saw it with Mo Ali cox We've seen not too much. I think Jack Doyle might have scored yesterday a touchdown or got a big catch. But um, And Trey Burton has totally knocked Mo Ali cox out of the 
rotation. It's straight up him. Yep. I wish I had made a well, move. Well, Mo Ali was hurt yesterday. Yeah. So, so but yeah, he, Trey but Burton's better the, talent than all those guys. Well, in the week before, Mo Ali ran like two routes. Oh, okay. You know, Mo Ali is just not. Yeah. He's not in it any really a thing yep. anymore. Um. So, uh, yeah, man, I Trey Burton feels like a good waiver pickup for a tight end. Yep. Another one here, uh, especially if you're the John U. Smith owner, is Anthony Ferkshaw. Oh God. Yep. Nine targets, eight catches, 113 yards, and a receiving touchdown. Do you know how hard I was raging yesterday? Before I knew John who had gotten hurt, yeah. I saw Ferkser, Ferkser, Ferkser yep. on the game log. Like, uh, yeah, he's normally their blocking tight end. Uh, John who leaves, he slides right in. Uh, and, I mean, I don't know if the guy's any good, but in fantasy, that doesn't necessarily matter. Uh, yep. If John who is out with a sprained ankle next week, I think Ferkser is a low-end tight end to whatever yep. he has touchdown upside just by nature of his role in that offense one percent rostered so he's available in every league yep uh plays pittsburgh this weekend not a great matchup so oh yeah that is kind of tough they did lose devin bush uh torn acl uh still yeah try to go elsewhere this week and then uh, uh this will be our last one for the show is uh last pickup is a defense is the eagles defense against the giants on thursday night football 30 percent rostered i think you know they could give you a good streaming week against daniel jones and his fumbles and interceptions yep um uh, so if you're looking to stream this week i think that's your best bet at the defense i saw um, someone call him interception jones you know like indiana jones <laughs> <laughs> interception jones God. uh yeah i mean you want to play defenses against daniel jones i think that this week against dallas i don't know what their d did but they're the exception you they're truly horrible philly has a pretty decent line like you can bet on darius slay maybe get an interception mm-hmm. yeah i like it yeah so well that'll do it for the uh the waiver wire show today we'll be back tomorrow to review the uh the whole weekend uh football and the chiefs uh buffalo as well as the cardinals dallas cowboys so uh please follow us on instagram at fantasy.footballkings and as well please leave us a five-star review on apple podcasts uh subscribe on uh spotify Give us all the uh, love you can, and I hope all you guys have a great Monday Night Football and a great Tuesday for all you listening then. Till till tomorrow, guys. See ya. See ya. (laughs) 